After a season of considering the miracle of God with us, today we're going to discover what it looks like as we take a closer look at who exactly did and does Jesus love. Author Jessica Thompson engaged the gospel narratives to help us explore who and how Jesus loves in her book, He Loved Them, Discovering Jesus' Heart for Seekers, Sinners, Doubters, and the Discouraged. And good morning, Jessica. Good morning, you guys. It's so good to be with you today. Yeah, I appreciate you joining us. So let's talk a little bit about somebody that maybe is starting this new year off a little discouraged um, because of last year. Maybe it wasn't what they wanted or it didn't happen or they had some really kind of nasty things happen to them this last year and they're discouraged. What would you tell them about Jesus's love? Yeah, and here's the thing, like, as I was going through the Gospels and looking at the way Jesus interacted with people, uh, the one thing about him is he's always gentle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, even in the times he's confronting people, Mm. um, and there are instances of that, he's doing it out of a heart of love. And so when you think about people who are discouraged, and my goodness, if we haven't had a discouraging last few years, yeah, <laughs> I right. don't know what is. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, even in my own life, I've experienced profound discouragement like I never have before. But in Matthew nine thirty six, it says this about Jesus. Seeing the crowds, he felt compassion for them because mm-hmm. they were discra- distressed and downcast like sheep without a shepherd. I think a lot of times when we think, when we're discouraged or we think, oh, life's not going the way I want, we automatically also assume that God's unhappy with us. Hmm. Or we assume, and that's why those things are happening, or we think, oh, God's not going to like the way I'm reacting to this. And so he must be uh, disappointed in me because I'm discouraged. And that verse right there tells us that when he sees those that are downcast, when he sees those that are discouraged, his primary heart, his primary emotion is to feel compassion. For us. And so if you're in a time of discouragement, know that Jesus is looking at you and feeling compassion towards you. And he's not, it's not just like an, oh, I feel so sorry for that person. Jesus Christ felt such compassion for us that he became a man in order to experience the same things we experience, in order to live the life that we needed to live, to, to die the death that we deserve to die. Um, in order to say to us then, like he says in Hebrews, we read in Hebrews, that he sympathizes with us yes. in our weaknesses, yeah. that he mm-hmm. feels with us in our discouragement. So to those that are discouraged, I would just say to you, uh, run to your Savior. He's not angry at you. He's not disappointed in you. Matter of fact, he's feeling compassion towards you mm. right now. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's word. Mm, it is. You talk about some of the Bible characters in your book and their relationship with Jesus and how it reveals how God feels towards us. So can you share one of those Bible characters with us and what it reveals to us? Yeah. So one of the ones that sort of stood out to me was uh, Jesus with the rule follower. And we see this story in all the Gospels. Um, you know the story of the rich young ruler that comes to Jesus, and he calls him good, and then he says to him, I have, you know, done everything right. What can I do to inherit eternal life? I've done it all. Like, ask me any question. I've kept all the commandments. I am doing it right. And and this would be someone who I, I kind of grew up as, someone who, who thought they were pulling it off all the time, who took pride in my goodness, 
who was always the first person to like offer to pray and um, always the first person trying to be kind, always went to church, like did all the things right. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus looks at him, and, and it says in those verses, Jesus tells him, okay, you've done everything, cool. Um, sell all your possessions and follow me. Mm-hmm. Jesus calls him to himself. And the rich young ruler was like, well, you know, I got a lot of possessions. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, he had already thought he was good enough. Jesus called him to something to prove to himself that he wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And, and what the next verse that goes on talks about how Jesus looked at him and loved him. Mm-hmm. That verse, that those words, looked and loved, this is after the rule follower, the rule follower has um, said, I can't do it, looked and loved. Uh, nowhere else in the Gospels does it talk about Jesus looking at someone and loving them in the same way. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so Jesus looks at this man, and he loves him, and, and, he, and he feels for him, all of your rule following will not save you, Jesus is telling him. Follow me. Have trust mm-hmm. in my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's what will save you. Yeah. And so I think for me, for churchgoers, for people who kind of pride themselves on their goodness, for voting the right way, for doing the right things, for having, you know, the, the is sure they're going to read their Bible this year, someone who, who kind of prides themselves on following the rules and being good, um, Jesus is, is asking you to leave your goodness behind and to follow him and trust that he'll give you the goodness that you need, mm-hmm. that his goodness will be placed on your life, and he looks at you and he loves you. He's not demanding. He's not disappointed. He's not unkind. He looks and he loves. And that's a word for all of us today. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's is. for sure. So, Jessica, which one of the characters in the book that you write about do you most associate with? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it really depends on the day of the week. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, there all right. So, how about today? Today, you know, I'll be honest with you guys. I I, I woke up a little discouraged today. Um, I woke up. I didn't sleep great last night, and I woke up feeling a little bit off today. And so, um, I, I think for me right now, that feeling of kind of being downcast. Um, yeah, I feel that today. Um, my life in the last, like I said, in the last year has not been exactly what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I also feel a little bit like an outcast today, which kind of those things probably go together. I feel a little bit like my life's not looking like it should look. And so because of that, I, I feel a little bit on the outside. I have, I have another chapter in this book about Jesus with the, with the outcast. And the beautiful thing about Jesus is he's always calling people closer. My goodness, this man, um, who he is, his heart of love, is always drawing people into him. And and so there's a story about a, a woman who comes, and you've probably heard it. She comes in, she barges into a dinner party. She's washing Jesus' feet with her tears and pouring perfume over him. And, and the people there are horrified because of who this woman is. Mm. And, and they want her out. They don't want him touching her. And they even say... Uh, they don't want her touching him, and they even say, if if Jesus was a prophet, if he knew who this woman was, he wouldn't want to be close to her. Sometimes I feel like that. Like, if Jesus knew who I was, he wouldn't want to be close to me. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like an outcast. And yet what Jesus does with this woman is he looks at her, and he says to her, your sins are forgiven. 
go in peace. Hmm. And in that moment, when he's saying to her, her sins are forgiven, that's not necessarily for, um, that's more, that is for her and she needed to hear it, but she was already weeping because she knew her sins were forgiven. That was for that community to hear him say to her, she's one of us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Her sins are forgiven. Go in peace. Go have wholeness with community. Go have wholeness in your relationship with God. Feel wholeness in yourself and when you think about yourself. And so what Jesus is doing, and we see it all throughout the Gospels, is, again, he's loving people. Uh, That's why this book is called He Loved Them. Uh, That's based on a verse in John 13 that talks about, and having loved his own, he loved them till the very end. So to those who feel discouraged or downcast or you feel like an outsider this morning, maybe you're disillusioned, maybe you don't even know uh, what you think about Jesus. Oh, he's calling to you. Um, he's calling to you not to make you feel uh, ashamed. He's calling to you to, to let you know that you're loved. Mm-hmm. And so hear his call this morning to you. And, and if you're any of those categories that we've talked about today, and, and actually in the book I've written about uh, about 18 different categories of people just mm. Jesus interacted with. Mm. Um, you want to know how Jesus feels about you? Um, friend, <laughs> he loves you, and uh, I would love for you to learn more about that through this book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. And Jessica, when we think about Jesus' love, and what it looks like. How do we get it wrong, do you think, as, quote, religious people? How do we get it wrong when we think about Jesus' love? I think a lot of times we think we have to earn it. We think it's a quid pro quo. We act in a certain way that earns his love. Mm -hmm. But that's not at all who Jesus is, and it's not at all how God operates throughout the entire Bible. He always makes covenant with us first, before he gives us any sort of rules before he gives us any sort of life, um, you know, lessons or anything like that. We're always in relationship with him first. He always says, I'm your God, you're my people. Mm. First step is always relationship. Also so with Jesus. There's always relationship and love first before there's anything else. So, so often we think we've got to earn our way into his good graces. We've got to earn our way into his love. If that was true, it wouldn't be called grace. <laughs> if that was true, it wouldn't truly be love. Mm-hmm. This is a supernatural love. Now, humanly speaking, we often look for people who we think are worthy of love, and mm-hmm. we often look, when, when we're uh, loving someone, we often look at what we can receive from that love. Uh, Jesus is the exact opposite. He looks for people who are not worthy of that love, and he looks for people who he can give to. And so his love makes us lovely. Mm-hmm. We think, I gotta, I gotta get cleaned up before I can come to Jesus so he'll love me. And that's not at all the way it works. Right. The way it works is Jesus' love makes us lovely. Jesus' love is what changes us, not our trying to make him love us. That's good. It sure is. What a great resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called He Loved Them, Discovering Jesus' Heart for Seekers, Sinners, Doubters, and the Discouraged and other people like us. <laughs> Jessica Thompson's the author and our guest this morning. Jessica, God bless you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you this morning.